friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. Everybody getting ready for that 4th of July weekend. Happy Thursday, folks. For me, happy Friday. Uh, because, again, we will have a best of tomorrow. Hope you guys that are getting ready to head out to um, uh, wherever your destination is for the 4th of July holiday. That again, you do it safely and, and have a fantastic time as well. Uh, we got a great show for you today. Uh, we are loaded with, uh, with a great talent. And, of course, looking forward to the next two hours. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. 106.1 FM, Nash Icon on your radio dial. So many ways to catch the program. So blessed. 
iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app on digital platforms, NashFM1061.com, EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base, but we're on your favorite podcasting platform. Just search Inside the One Show with Eric Asher. Uh, social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. And um, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. You know, Doug Mouton was supposed to join us this week. Unfortunately, for our show, um, the Pelicans switched their press conference from yes- from tomorrow to today at 2 and uh, because of, of uh, vacations. And that happens a lot in our business now during this time of year in between uh, Saints training camp. Uh, and the end of and the end of uh, minicamp, you know, Doug wasn't able to make it. But, you know, my good friend Jude Young, he is just so good. He is so smart. He is uh, an encyclopedia of knowledge. If you're not checking him out every Tuesday night right here on All Access, man, you are missing a heck of a show. Uh, he does a great job. Just uh, again, an encyclopedia of sports knowledge. And he joined me today, and we pr- we pretty much covered everything. And so I hope you get a chance to enjoy the show tonight. Uh, if you didn't see it today at one o'clock on uh, WLAT with our live broadcast tonight at six. On LE, 10 o'clock on the Deuce. Remember, you always said the DVR, right? Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock LE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. And, of course, always go to WLA-TV YouTube page. Always on our social media platforms. And always at ericasher.com. Today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. I'll get to that in a moment. Uh, but we got a great uh, guest list for you today. Gary Smith coming up at about 4.15. We'll talk UNO Tulane with him. Uh, then we'll have uh, Jordy Collada of the Jordy Collada Show joining us at 4.35. Uh, a lot going on, not just with LSU, but in college football, college sports. So we'll talk about that. Uh, I like to sell the bird rights 5.15 today at 5.01. Uh, free agency starts for the NBA. Also, the, the ability for the, for the Pels to be able to sign Zion uh, to that max deal as of today at 5.01. Uh, so we'll have we'll – have, um, um, Ali at uh, 5.15, and then we'll finish up with Chris Gordy of uh, Locked On SEC Podcast, and that's going to happen at 5.35 this afternoon. As mentioned, today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. What a great weekend. So many people coming in from out of town, again, whether you're coming to be able to celebrate the 4th of July. New Orleans is fast becoming, again, a destination for the 4th of July, uh, but also Essence is in town. So, I mean, again, Oceana Grill. Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, the Hideout Bar, all there for you to be able to go out and enjoy a great meal. Uh, as you're coming up Bourbon Street, 205 Bourbon Street, it's Old New Orleans Cookery, serving uh, lunch and dinner seven days a week. They are, again, this, uh, this half hour brought to you by them. Uh, of course, first of all, the Cajun Queer Cuisine, fantastic. You're going to find out something on that menu they are going to enjoy. Uh, an extraordinary cocktail from, well, again, one of the great mixologists here in New Orleans. Uh, not one but two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms. You can dine in, or, or again, on a weekend like this where there's going to be a lot of overflow because so many people in town. Or, again, have your next event there. It's fantastic. Private restroom. I mean, everything's set up for you on those Bourbon Street balconies, including, again, a, uh, a bar and, of course, uh, I mean, Old New Orleans Cookery, putting it together in terms of, again, the food for you and uh, the outstanding service that you're going to get. And, of course, you can find out more at nolacookery.com. You can also order online for delivery there as well. Uh, great place to bring the family. Uh, again, maybe it's the first date. Maybe, again, you're celebrating something with you and, and that, that special someone. Maybe trying to close that deal, or maybe it's just Essence Fest and you're looking for something to eat. Head on over to Old New Orleans Cookery. Uh, it's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. All right, a lot going on right now. Uh, Kevin Durant has informed the, uh, uh, the Brooklyn Nets that he would like to be traded. Uh, looks like Phoenix is, is, a, is the front runner here. 
uh, with with um, Aiton and Bridges possibly being in a deal, uh, going to Brooklyn for uh, for Kevin Durant. Uh, we'll see how that kind of plays out. And then one of the big bombshells today, uh, by 2024, it's being reported that UCLA and USC will leave the Pac-12. Wow. I mean, you're talking about historic, right? They'll leave the Pac-12 for the Big Ten. And that is going to uh, set off, again, a firestorm within college athletics when it comes to upper echelon programs. Uh, We could see now the expansion of the SEC to as many as 20 teams. Okay? Um, We could see uh, the the Big Ten doing the same. Uh, We don't know where that leaves the Pac-12 or the Big 12 in terms of, again, possibly being a a top conference. Also, the ACC. Been talked now that Clemson may bolt. Florida State may bolt uh, from the ACC. Uh, Talk that, again, Oregon and Washington are on the short list for the Big Ten. Uh, If if ultimately, uh, again, uh, from what I understand, it's happening with uh, USC and and, and UCLA. But if that happens, they'll follow. Uh, There was a report earlier today by the um, reporter out of out of California that uh, that broke this story that even Missouri of of the SEC may be interested in going into the big the the Big Ten. It's about one hundred thousand dollars that they'll be splitting. Uh, between each of the uh, of the member schools, once they expand this, that that's what the projection is. I'm interested. That's a hundred thousand out there. What's the SEC going to do? So they have and have nots will grow now. Uh, we'll see this this again. This line of of, of demarcation between the have and have nots uh, grow even further, especially if you're going to be going to possibly you know 18 or 20 team leagues. Uh, and don't think that look, it's not going to be a keep up with the Joneses situation because it will be. Uh, Texas, Oklahoma already coming into the SEC. Would not be to see, surprised to see Clemson, Florida State jumping in. If Missouri, if Missouri bolts and, and heads to the Big Ten, obviously that's an opportunity for another team uh, that, that, again, is domiciled in the South to be able to jump on board. Uh, so, again, uh, w- within the next year or so, uh, we're going to see another, another case of musical chairs when it comes to um, uh, college, college athletics uh, with the bombshell that was dropped today. Uh, and, man... I mean, what happens? I mean, what happens to the Pac-12? What happens to the Big 12? Because those were once again significant conferences with a tremendous amount of history, and uh, slowly but surely uh, moving into maybe that second tier of uh, of conferences, uh, depending on again how they're going to augment their losses. All right, let's bring in a good friend of ours, a guy that covers um, uh, uh, the local sports scene for the Times Picayune, but his uh, website, the Wave Report. If you are a Tulane fan and you are not subscribed. You are getting secondhand information, ladies and gentlemen. You're getting it off, off of social media. You're getting it from a two-lane buddy instead of, again, having that right at your fingertips. Gary Smith joins us after a week of vacation. Gary, how are you? <laughs> I could be doing better, Eric. You can, you can tell by my voice. I actually I caught COVID for the first time oh my in the entire deal now. I, didn't, I don't have a bad case. I've had it for a couple of days now. I, I, you know, I had fever for a couple of days, mm-hmm. have a sore throat, but... My my entire family at our house um, had got it by the time we got back from our Florida vacation. So, uh, so yeah, just just now, trying to just trying to make it through the week. <laughs> yeah, I, I could imagine. Now, let me ask this question again. This is just yeah. You know, uh, there's a lot of folks that that again. Uh, don't want to say a lot. Mm-hmm. The, the the individuals that I know that have gotten COVID this this time around, it doesn't seem to be as severe as it was. Yeah. You know, yeah. the first round of COVID. Right. Is is that with the, how it is with I, your family right now? Maybe not as severe. I, I can't. You know, nobody, nobody in my immediate family had had gotten it. This is the first right. time any of us had. So I, I. But yeah, I mean, 
it has not been that bad. I mean, it wasn't fun. Monday and Tuesday, I had really a really nasty headache in the morning. Yes. Um, but it was like, yeah, it, it wasn't, <laughs> it was no, yeah, I had a fever. I think my fever spiked at like 102, but that wasn't for very long and it was below normal today. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, this was not, I'm, you know, it's never fun being sick, but it was nothing no. out of the ordinary. <laughs> but it, it's nothing that we're yeah. going to close the entire. And none of the other right? stuff, none of the, you know, none of that stuff like yeah. losing a sense of taste or smell or or yes. any any other thing. Just you know, sore throat, yeah. fever, <laughs> headache. Was, because I did find it warm. interesting yesterday yeah. that the yeah. mayor said that again, everyone that's going to Essence that's going to get into the dome or into the convention center has to be vaccinated, and they're going to be a total vaccination yeah. um, um, uh, event. Uh, and, uh, but you know, look, this, you know, these events could be super spreader events, but Mm -hmm. it's gotten to the point now where I I, I think this is not as severe. And plus we know more about the disease. Now we know more about the virus now, and we know how to treat that virus. So again, it's not, uh, it's not lethal, uh, in in a lot of cases, you know, for individuals, which again was the reason why, uh, the economy shut down to begin with. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're if you're vaccinated and boosted, you should be, you know, it, it, you, you should be OK. It's just right. You just got to you, you would hope that you would never catch it. Right. But, <laughs> yeah, but the people right. still are. Yeah. No yeah. Well, again, hope you, you and your family are feeling can will we'll feel better through this this holiday weekend. And thank you for your time today. Again, uh, you know, sure. laboring through it. Cause there's a yeah, lot I got nothing. Else, I got nothing else to do. Here. <laughs> so, <laughs> there you go. I love coming on there your you show go. anyway. But, yeah, this is a good 15 minutes. <laughs> good deal. Something here. <laughs> Let's let's talk Tulane first. Um, and um, they lost their closer, Zach De- DeVito, mm-hmm. uh, but yet um, uh, they've been able to hold on yeah. to some of their other players. Talk about where they are right now. Yeah, this is it's funny. An insider. I mean, I talked to an insider right after Ullman was hired, and he and this person predicted who would stay and who would go. And so far, they've been right on every single case. They weren't sure, but they just thought this would be the way it turned out, and, and it makes sense. Um, Ullman is Tulane's hitting with Tulane's hitting coach. He really only recruited the freshman class that was in this year. Um, he because recruiting is done so early in baseball. His predecessor recruited most of the the class, the Bennett Lee class, the year before. And who who has he retained? All of the hitters who came in that he recruited directly, and, and, and they were the key guys that they had to <laughs> had to re- retain. Um, Tail Banks was the key guy <laughs> that they had to retain. He announced he was coming back a couple of weeks ago. Jackson Lynn was the other key guy. Now his status for the next year is it, going to be a little tough to say because he he tore his um, UCL. Not as serious an injury for a a batter as it is for a pitcher obviously he might be able to play he wouldn't be able to play the outfield if if it's as serious as it sounded but he could still be a dh could still swing the bat but anyway he's a freshman with two more years of eligibility left they they needed to retain him because he's an absolute stud as is Theo banks and then brady Marguette had already announced he was coming back a while back the other star freshman so they got the three freshman hitters back and then they they added chase englehart um who was who's a little bit older um he 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 came back too so so their lineup looks like it's going to be fine um their their hitting lineup they have not retained any of the pitchers but that was kind of to be expected um and 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 they're a lot of those guys they had talent other than zach devito though i wouldn't say they were huge tremendous losses they're they're replaceable and that's Jay Ullman's immediate job is to get in some pitchers. <laughs> they can give Tulane a chance to win next year because their lineup should should give them a chance to win if they get better pitching than 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 they have on their roster right now. Jackson Lynn to stay. I missed T.O. Yeah. Banks again committing recommitting. Yeah, I had him going he did to the a, transfer portal, but but that that's really good yeah. news. 
Yeah, it is. He, I did. I wrote that right before I left town to go to to go to Destin. But he, he that that was huge. I mean, when he did that, you kind of had the feeling that Jackson Lynn would follow because they're pretty close. They, um, they were the two guys that could have gone pro. They were drafted, um, would have been drafted higher last year if they hadn't indicated that they were going to stick to Tulane before the before the draft. Um, these are two guys that could be playing. In, in you know, it's hard to project at this point, but these are two guys that have the ability to maybe be playing in the major league someday and uh, and to retain. Both of them was just absolutely just just huge because they're both multi-talented players. They're both fast. Um, Theo Banks can pitch too. He didn't pitch much this year. Um, I think he'll mm-hmm. pitch. He'll, he'll pitch a lot more next year. Um, just just it was just huge to, to get those two guys back. Um, with 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 that said, um, the transfer portal uh, you have until July the first to be in the portal, yeah. uh, so that you don't miss a year. Uh, with that said, how uh, how um, active do you think Tulane's going to be in the transfer portal trying to be able to get some pitchers in, 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 I would, uh, in, I would, in the program? Yeah. I would think they would they need to be um, I mean because <laughs> they, they they need they need at least one pitcher that, that's proven um, when you when you're bringing in newcomers uh, hey that's the way it used to always work you had to rely on newcomers a lot of times but yeah uh, you, you would think they've got a bunch of openings they've got some talented players on the roster yeah I, I would expect them to be very active certainly looking for a guy that can be a weekend rotation starting starting pitcher because um, they, they, they lost Michael Massey who didn't have great stats this year but mm-hmm. has great stuff <laughs> and they lost Grant Siegel who doesn't maybe have as good stuff but had great stats this year and that's two-thirds of your, your weekend rotation they have Dylan Carmouche coming back um, but they need you obviously need more than one reliable starter on the weekend and yeah, I, I, I would, I would be very surprised if Tulane isn't picking up somebody, a guy that's already a proven starting performer yes. from another school in the transfer portal. Really, really enjoyed your um, your article, yeah. as it hit last night on um, the strength and conditioning coach, and you know, again, the the, the I guess the uh, the competition that they mm-hmm. had for the audience that hasn't had a chance to read that yet. Tell talk to us a little yeah. bit about it. Sure, it's funny, Eric, because I, I I I got back from vacation on Friday. Now I didn't start showing before anybody gets worried. I didn't start showing symptoms until until Monday. Um, I um, um, I I went straight from when I got back to that event, not even knowing if I was going to write anything. But it was just really just watching the enthusiasm was really impressive. Yeah, the uh, um, Tulane's new strength and, and conditioning coordinator has set up a, a set up a huge competition uh, with eight, like, as he described it, archaic events that involved, you know, running, agility, lifting, um, divided the team. They, they, they selected eight team captains. The eight team captains drafted 12 to 13 members of, of, of each team from first to last. So, you know, it, it was probably humiliating for some players, but they wanted it that way. If, if you're not a hard worker, if, if, if they don't trust you, you had to wait through the whole draft. <laughs> there was somebody that was picked dead last on the whole team for this draft. And then they had competitions where first it was one-on-one um, and, and then it was relay um, races and stuff like that on, on, on with conditioning. Um, Kurt Hester, I was blanking on his name for a second. That's a COVID thing. He's the new strength and conditioning coordinator. It's his idea. He did it for seven years at Louisiana Tech before he came to Tulane. And the energy was just it was just huge at, at that event. You could tell it, it was hot because <laughs> um, that was still at the end of the period where it was 100 degrees every day. Now this was at night, but it was still it was sweltering conditions and uh, 
these were tiring, exhausting events, and the players loved every minute of it. Um, the competition was good, and it just seems like, yeah, you know, I, I can't guarantee you, Eric, that this is going to be a better conditioned team in, in, in the fall than it was in the past, but right. it, 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 the players have bought into Kurt Hester. And again, this, this is what Willie Fritz said. When you go 2-10, and 10, you promise to look at everything in your program. And one of the things he changed was his strength and conditioning coordinator. And he'd had the same guy since his first year at Sam Houston State. So that, that was a, what, a 6, 7, 10, 11-year relationship um, right. that he had to move on from. Because, again, he wasn't <laughs> – if you stay the same when you're 2-10, and 10, good things aren't going to happen. And, and Kurt Hester, he, 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 and it was interesting when I talked to him. It was the first time I got an extensive interview with him during that event. He's a big believer in speed. Um, I think Tulane concentrated more on strength in the past. Kurt Hester, like you said, it doesn't matter how strong you are. If you're the slowest guy on the – in your position, you're never getting on the field. Um, that, that's sort of a change in emphasis. So we'll see how it all plays out. But uh, yeah, they, it was a, it was a fun night at the at, at Yeoman Stadium, and the thing went on for about two and a half hours. And, and again, and, and to, to show the buy-in, Michael Pratt had been at the Peyton Manning, the passing, the Manning mm-hmm. Passing Academy earlier in the day, and again, sweltering conditions drove back as a team captain, participated in that event, and then had to drive back to Thibodeau that night to get ready for 8 a.m. meetings the next morning. Um, and and he, he talked about how important it was just for team bonding and everything else. So there's clearly been a total buy-in to Kurt Hester on, on the team. We'll, we'll find out whether there are tangible results in the fall, but, but it, it was just it, it, was, it was a fun event. Great news. Um, talking about UNO, uh, Amani Larry is is leaving. He was a all world uh, yeah. player for them this year. He's going to Mississippi State. Uh, it, it get, this goes to show you now with the transfer portal, mm-hmm. the have and have nots. Uh, again, we're going to see this constantly going forward. Where if Tulane, UNO, um, yeah. some of these type of schools have a really good player, uh, the the big schools are going to come fishing for him. It's tough. I mean, it, I don't. It stinks, but it's hard. You can't complain about it at this point because it's the reality. <laughs> Nothing's going to change on, on this front. Yeah, I mean, Amani Larry. Nobody thought he was going to be this good. He was a find. He was just absolutely outstanding. And there you have it. He's recruited by an, an SEC school. I, Tulane on a little bit higher level than UNO. Not quite as affected, but but definitely affected. I mean, um, two guys to Wake Forest, another guy to West Virginia, and the one guy still that we don't know his status, Ethan Groff, who hit over 400 this year. What I'm being told on him is, A, he's a, he's draft eligible. So if he gets drafted, he's going to turn pro. But even if he doesn't get drafted, he's probably not coming back to Tulane because he may have an SEC offer. Um, you know, there, there are not too many guys out there that hit 400 and play a really good outfield like Ethan Groff did. And, and that's something you just never had to worry about in the past like, like, like you do now. But, yeah, it's a tough blow for, for UNO because Amani Larry did it all. He was mm-hmm. probably yep. should have been the player of the year in the Southland Conference. I would agree. Uh, last question, really, really just kind of a, a statement. I'd like to get a comment from you. You and I have been talking about this for a while now. Uh, the, the shifting sands of, of, of college athletics are far from done. And we saw yeah. it today with, again, um, uh, UCLA and USC abandoning the Pac-12. Uh, maybe more to come. We believe more to come. This is why we've been talking about Tulane shows up, gets this program together, and becomes the upper echelon, the, again, the, 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 uh, the, the best team or one of the best teams in the American. Mm-hmm. When, when these – Conferences start shifting back again. They're going to be on a short list. But yeah, it, yeah. Now's the time for them to be able to again change the narrative. Yeah, there, 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 there's no delay. That's for sure. Got it. Got to Got to up the game right now because yeah, the 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 world is changing.
changing. We're seeing it in front of our eyes. There's only going to be a few super conferences, and, and the gap is getting wider, as you mentioned, and it's going to keep getting wider to the point where the teams that aren't in those conferences are going to be kind of doomed to semi-irrelevance. Um, so, yeah, the time is now. <laughs> um, Tulane needs to needs to produce in 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 yep, in, no in, doubt. in football. I mean, you know, the other sports matter, but this is all everything. All of this stuff is football driven. Football's football. the sport. That's what matters. Yep. Tulane has to be a contender consistently in the in the current American Athletic Conference to get to give itself a chance to to get that rise down the road when it's absolutely necessary. <laughs> yep, I agree, hundred percent. Thank you so much for your time today. I hope you and your family uh, feel better. Hope you have a great Fourth of July weekend. One more time, tell the folks how they can uh, follow you on social media, what you got coming up for us in, in, in the paper, and, of course, your great website, how folks can subscribe. Sure. My, um, my Twitter account is Garrisonith, at Garrisonith, G-U-E-R-S-M-I-T-H. Um, nothing specific on the agenda because I'm, I'm still sort of on vacation. We're, we're actually supposed to be going to Denver this weekend for July 4th, and okay. actually there's only a, there's a five-day quarantine period, so we should be fine mm-hmm. for, for that. Um, um, but nothing specific. Um, certainly, Tulane still needs to hire a hitting coach in, in, in baseball. That hasn't happened yet. When that happens, there'll, there'll be a story, and, um, and, uh, and, and also – Football recruiting is starting to amp up a little bit. I've kind of neglected that in the last couple of weeks. So you can look for some some information. Tulane's, I think, had six commitments at, at, at this point in, in, in their class. Had a quarterback that that they that had no stars by rivals, but just got invited to a very prestigious camp. So apparently he's a lot higher rated than rivals <laughs> thinks he is. So a lot more recruiting coverage to look for down the road. And on on, on my website, um, Tulane.rivals.com, TheWaveReport.com, and in the and in the uh, at NOLA.com too. Thank you, my friend. Feel better. Talk, talk to you next week. Thanks for having me on. Always, always. Again, uh, Gary Smith. Again, WaveReportNoel.com, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> All right. Uh, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. I'm not too far away from getting my generator. I'll just say that right now. And the uh, building inspector coming out here today from Jefferson Parish. Okay and everything. And I'm getting ready to roll here. You got your generator for the upcoming um, hurricane season? Better get on the ball. Better call my friends at Burkhardt. Remember, Burkhardt has generators right now to install in your home and your business right there in their warehouse in Mandeville. Uh, they have financing available where you can pay uh, low monthly notes. And then, of course, a single-day install. Jason Burkhardt will come out to your home, sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of a generator. Uh, and then, yes, folks, once you make a decision, whether it's your home or your business, put you on the calendar for a single-day install. New install quality, check out the one month. They do that with everything they install for, for you, the customer. Uh, make sure you feel comfortable in, in operating the systems. And then, of course, 24-7, 365 emergency service when your generator or if your generator breaks down. Folks, I'm telling you right now, go with the pros. Go with a company you can trust, a, a, a company that will never gouge you, never cheat you. And, of course, uh, the doing, uh, again, uh, as good for you as, as, as when they're working out the deal is when, again, the service after the sale. It's easy to be smiling and doing great things and talking talking a good game when you're trying to get the name on a dotted line. It's something else when you back it up with great service. That's Burkhardt. ACpromise.com. ACpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, the Hideout Bar. All are open late. All are open seven days a week. All will be open all very late through the 4th of July holiday and also uh, through Essence. Get out there and enjoy a meal at the, again, Oceana Family of Restaurants. We'll be right back with Jordy Collada, the Jordy Collada Show. Don't move. 
Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgaters Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgaters Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Ray Magliozzi here. I'd like to carry more parts, but I barely have room to think in my garage. Luckily, eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them. Can't imagine stocking that many parts. Where would I get all those shelves? eBay Motors. Let's ride. Look out for an accident over on the right shoulder on 10 eastbound at Elysian Fields. In the meantime, delays remain heavy if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from Loyola to Power Boulevard and delays pick back up 10 eastbound from City Park to the high rise. Look out for delays that are solid if you're traveling on 10 westbound from Elysian Fields to Canal and then delays are solid 10 westbound from Causeway to Clearview. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are solid from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. And on the eastbound side, your delays are solid from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection and the Pontchartrain Expressway, your delays are solid from Stumpf Boulevard to the Claiborne Earhart exit. Also look out for delays on the westbound side along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. Look out for accidents Reed Boulevard at Andover Drive, also Royal at St. Peter and Stephen Gerard Avenue at Louisa. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Bradner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. 
Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Thanks so much for being there. Uh, today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Old New Orleans Cookery, Mambo's, uh, the Hideout Bar, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. What a great weekend to head over to Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Voted number one neighborhood restaurant in memory by TripAdvisor. Man, go in there and hang out. Uh, again, 30-plus uh, TV screens. You'll never miss a play when it comes to uh, your favorite sporting event. If you're a news buff, always having TVs, with, again, with, with news on there for you as well. Um, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. It's the perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. What does that mean? Memorabilia that could be in a museum, literally. One-of-a-kind items that litter the entire restaurant. I mean, it's fantastic. I talk about 30-plus TV screens. Even in the bathroom, there's TVs. You'll never miss a play. And then, then of course, uh, the, the cuisine, second to none. Cajun Creole cuisine, uh, amazing cocktails, an incredible beer selection. I mean, the, the menu has something for everyone. Even your most finicky eater will find something at Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant to eat. And remember, you can find out more by going to bobbybears.com. Check out the entire menu. Uh, also, they're open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. They're open late. 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. It's Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Part of the Oceana family of restaurants. All right. Joining us on the program now, uh, just a trailblazer. A guy's doing a great job. Every time I turn around, again, he's got these incredible guests. Uh, he's first in the market, first in the state to grab these guests. Um, his, um, his show, the Jordy Collada Show, uh, is again on, on YouTube, but now part uh, of, again, I think it's WBRZ's website, which is, again, like, uh, th th that's akin to being with WWL-TV's website now. Uh, so his show is growing each and every day. And, of course, we're proud to have him as a regular contributor to our program. Jordy Collada joins us on the show now. Jordy, how are you? Hey, here, man. Thanks for having me back. Always good. Jordy, it is the WBRC, right? Uh, WFB. WAFB. WFB. Well, yeah, please, please correct me. Why don't you take it from here, tell everybody about the show so that, I, so that it's correct and, and folks will be able to find it. Go ahead. Uh, we have partnered up with a, uh, a local news outlet here in uh, Baton Rouge, WAFB, as you said. Uh, you know, kind of the face of news here in the market, a lot like WWL for you guys down in New Orleans. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's just content sharing. You know, this morning we had uh, a couple of football players, Jacoby and Guillory and Xavier Hill, uh, come through there. And uh, they'll take that content, put it on their website. They'll promote it on their 6 o'clock and 10 o'clock news and push people back to the, the YouTube channel. So it's just another distribution point for us, another place for people to access our our, our content, you know, I mean, 100,000 people a day click on the WAFB website looking for news, looking for traffic alerts, looking for weather updates. And, uh, you know, just for us to be hanging out in that neighborhood and having, you know, access to that amount of people, uh, you know, looking around, it's, uh, it's very helpful for us. Plus, let me say, folks, again, follow him on Twitter or follow Jordy's show on Twitter. Uh, you'll get constant excerpts of interviews and everything they're doing uh, with the show. It's a fun show. And the, and the fact that it's on YouTube, even if you can't catch him 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. in the morning, you catch him whenever you can. Uh, and I'm, I promise you, it's definitely worth it on the cutting edge of, again, digital media here in Louisiana. Um, Jordy, let's start off again. Normally I was going to go LSU, but i got to start the biggest, um, the two biggest um, uh, stories of the day. The first one being UCLA and USC uh, moving into the, in, into the Big Ten 
Just give me your thoughts, and what's the fallout from this, in your opinion? Well, I think that the fallout's obviously going to be with the Pac-12. I think the Pac-12 obviously is now sitting in a in a very compromising position, but the Big Ten is, is set to gain two power brands in USC and UCLA, and they pick up a tremendous amount of television sets, you know, west of the Mississippi River out west. So, looky, this is the super conferences. The days of the power conferences are here. It's a money grab. People are looking for the biggest high, uh, highest uh, TV contracts. Obviously, the move that the SEC made by announcing Oklahoma and Texas was something that really shook the sport and shook up the business of intercollegiate athletics. So uh, you knew there was going to be some response at some point. And, you know, here we go. The Big Ten adding, um, you know, USC and UCLA uh, to his, you know, most powerful, as powerful brands as you'll find in college athletics. Uh, you know, I, I think just kind of shows you this is their answer to the SEC and this is, uh, you know, who they'll kind of combat uh, the, 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 the 16 teams that the SEC are going to roll out here in a couple of years with. Now, Jordan, there's been some rumors that they might go as high as 20 teams, which, again, could be an arms race where the SEC may have to expand again or may expand again. Uh, there was been some talk that maybe Missouri may defect and head to the Big, the big Ten. Uh, Oregon and Washington possible, again, defections from, from, the, from the Pac-12. And, and then, then there's rumblings that maybe Clemson and Florida State may, may be leaving the AAC uh, and, and maybe heading to the, to the Southeastern Conference with maybe North Carolina and Duke almost also maybe thinking about moving on as well. Can, can, can you confirm, deny what you've heard? What do, you, do you think it's possible? Uh, take it from here. No, look, I've heard a lot of the same thing that you have. I've heard Miami uh, could be a possibility as well with Florida State and Clemson. I think that there's a lot of options on the table right now just because of what's going on with college athletics. It's a crazy time, and people are just trying to stack brands. And really, e, what it is is trying to stack television sets. That's what people are looking for, as much distribution as they can find with these TV contracts that will be coming out. But, you know, a lot like we talked about our business model and the way that it's changing to a digital format, a lot of that will be happening with college football over, you know, these next contracts that college football enters into. I mean, you know, for instance, the SEC is signed on with CBS for another two years. That, that, that negotiation and that contract, you know, to, 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 to pull that game off over to, to, to ABC is billions and billions of dollars. Uh, in ad revenue that's going to be distributed um, and, and, and spread out, uh, you know, amongst SEC teams. So uh, there are a lot of people that will be listening uh, when these conversations are being had just because of the amount of money that is being thrown around and being talked about. That's why you'll have, you know, USC, UCLA traveling, you know, nearly 3,000 miles to play a conference game uh, in the middle of the fall because, you know, I mean, uh, the, the the paycheck at the end of the day is worth all of it. Uh, the, the the SEC right now is the biggest and baddest on the block, and, you know, I think that they're looking for a couple of more brands. I think Clemson makes sense. I think Miami makes sense. You know, I think that Florida State kind of gets washed up. I mean, when when you look at what, 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 what people are looking for uh, as far as, you know, television sets and distribution points, uh, Orlando is really gobbled up by Florida, by the University of Florida. So the SEC's really got – that part of the state really kind of, uh, you know, locked up with, with, with the Gators. But, uh, you know, with Florida State's brand and uh, their fan base that spread throughout the South, uh, you know, I mean, it, it, it makes some sense. So um, I just think it's a, it's a brand stacking t- 
time right now for both conferences. People are looking for brands and schools that want to get on the move. And look, Duke, Duke and North Carolina are going to have they're, they're going to have some value because of uh, mm-hmm. of what they obviously mean in basketball. So, yep. um, you know, I think that, that, that this thing is about to be shook up, uh, and once it, it settles, it'll look nothing like we we we, we you know. You know, fell in love with sports, what we've covered in sports, and you know what we've been watching for the last you know ten, fifteen years. It's it's going to be polarizingly different uh, here in, in in just probably about two years. Yeah, traditions going out the window. The fact this may happen by twenty twenty four may hasten the SEC again in, in moving Texas and Oklahoma and whoever they may bring in uh, by that time. Did, did want to ask you about the 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 uh, viral video. Uh, that's got over a million views right now, and that has a Texas A&M assistant coach or recruiter uh, speaking to some recruits as he as he takes them in, into uh, A&M Stadium, and and and, and pointing at the um, at, at the uh, suites and and saying pretty and I'm paraphrasing here, you know these are the individuals that again are going to be paying you the money, paying you NIL, and it really has caught fire because. The intent was not to be able to utilize, utilize the, the, the money, the NIL money, to recruit. We all know that's ridiculous, but uh, it's right there front and center for, for, again, everyone to see. Your thoughts when you saw that video today? That's a bad day for Jimbo Fisher. Uh, you know, I mean, Jimbo Fisher, who was pounding the desk and, and had his, his lip flaring into a camera and microphone, uh, you know, name-calling Nick Saban for, you know, really just kind of saying what, what had happened with Texas A&M. To see that stuff so blatant and on official visits uh, on video uh, is is that's a nightmare for 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 Jimbo Fisher and for the public relations staff at, at, at Texas A and M. But you know, like you said, he, I don't think that anybody doubted that this ha- this was happening. I don't think anybody would uh, be shocked to hear that this was happening when there's a video to it and you've got the words being mm-hmm. you know described by coaches to recruits. Uh, now you've got the, you know, now you've got the hard evidence that everybody's just been, you know, waiting to say, "See, I told you so." Uh, and now I think that's what's happening in college football. I, I still believe that Texas A&M. If I'm if I'm an Aggie fan, I'm still pointing and laughing at everybody else because you're so worried about how we're doing it. You knew how they were doing it. They they, yep. they were prepared for the assignment of NIL. They they cleaned up the first recruiting class that name, image, and likeness was legalized. In, in, in college athletics, and they're going to continue to do it until they find some type of regulation on it. And, you know, for A&M fans to kind of be running and hiding away from that they're paying kids, I, I don't know why, you know, they want to do it. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me because they're not breaking any rules. They're not doing anything that's, that's illegal. In fact, they're, they're at the cutting edge and at the forefront of, of, of how the game is being played today. You know, whether we agree with it or disagree with it, want to debate it, we can do that all day long. But the fact is, is this is the rules that, that are applied right now to college sports and college football, and Texas A&M is doing it better than everybody else. And, you know, just to get that hard evidence today to, to, to hear a recruiter saying that, yeah, we have a bunch of big-money boosters that are ready to pay you guys, um, you know, I think for, for what Jimbo did a couple of weeks ago is, is not ideal, but, you know, right. in the grand scheme of it, um, yeah, it is what it is. We, yeah, it's nothing we didn't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly, no doubt. But I tell you what, um, Jay Johnson has been in, been on a tear, um, and, and I'm just going to quickly go through this for the audience because they haven't figured it out. Jack Panetta, Baylor, 300 hitter, uh, again uh, signed. Tommy White, North Carolina State National Freshman of the Year, 27 home runs signed. Um, Carter Young, shortstop, Vandy signed. 
Christian Little, right-handed pitcher, um, uh, I believe right-handed pitcher for um, uh, yeah. Vandy, throws 90-plus, signed. Uh, Trebakey, right-handed pitcher out of Creighton, signed. Uh, Thatcher Hurd, I think he's a lefty out of, uh, out of UCLA, signed. Yep. Uh, and then, of course, Wes Johnson leaving uh, the Twins as they're leading the Central Division in the American League in midseason, becoming the LSU pitching coach. And from what I understand, this is Jay Johnson almost doing this single-handedly, right? I mean, he's doing out, getting on the plane and going out and recruiting these guys. No, this is him. This is his work. I mean, the day after the season went final, his recruiting coordinator, Dan Fitzgerald, took the, the Kansas job. Two days later, his pitching coach, Jason Kelly, took the Washington job. Uh, this is Jay Johnson. And, and, look, we all heard that Johnson was a, uh, you know, a relentless recruiter, somebody who loved that part of the sport. I had no idea he was going to be able to make a, you know, a sudden impact like this in his first, you know, in his first cycle of recruiting and his first go-round. Um, it's, it's beyond impressive. You know, you and I were reacting to Matt McMahon a couple of weeks ago and yes. the way that he put that baseball, basketball roster together. And, you know, I mean, truly, you know, one of the, 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 the more impressive things that I've seen in, in college recruiting in the, you know, in the last 15 years, this, this is up there. You know, I mean, not, not just because he's, he's replacing, you know, the, the, the players with star power and guys like Tommy White and Christian Little and, you know, even, even Thasher uh, Hurd, who came through last night from UCLA, if he's, if he's healthy, I mean, he's a potential Friday night starter for you uh, in the SEC. So, I mean, to pull a guy like that, uh, on the heels of what he's done has just been incredible. But but pulling Wes Johnson, a sitting Major League Baseball pitching coach, off of a first-place team in the Minnesota Twins before the All-Star break, is – there's nothing that I can compare that to. There's nothing that no. I can, you know, even, like, look at and say, yeah, it kind of reminds me of this. I've never seen anything like that. I, I mean, like, I was listening to a Major League Baseball podcast the other day and they were calling LSU like the New York Yankees. Like, LSU's acting like they think they're the Yankees, you know, coming up and talking. Even to have that conversation, Eric, to pick the phone up and call Johnson's agent or get in touch with Johnson's people just to see if he's interested, takes some – I mean, that takes some guts, man. You know I mean? Then, then to land yeah. him uh, is, is, is amazing. I, the, the, the work that Johnson's done over the last 10 days is something that, you know, we'll talk about for the next three years, I mean, you know, through this cycle, I mean, this th- th- this will be incredible to look back on what these next 10 days have meant to, to, to Jay Johnson's second year and beyond. Now, there's been, I don't have this, has been, I've been told this, that NIL was big in this, that he has a, that there is a bag of NIL money for him to be able to utilize, and he's utilizing that. Can, can, can you uh, confirm that? Absolutely. No, look, man, Jay Johnson did the right thing as soon as he landed on the job. He went and saw some of the power players in town. He found the baseball boosters that really care about the sport. What he did was he went with Skip Bertman and said, hey, coach, introduce me to the guys. Introduce me to the people that I need to know. And Skip brought him over there, sat him down, and that way when he got to a situation where, you know, hey, look, man, I got the number one recruiting class in the country. Half of them are going to get raided by the Major League Baseball drafts. I got to replace star power with star power, but I got to have a little cash behind me in negotiating. Uh, you know, a lot like what we saw with Texas A&M today. Those conversations yeah. are being had. I mean, that, that's that's what's going on. I mean, that's 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 today's college, you know, college mm-hmm. sporting world. That's that's how college athletics is is being recruited now. So yes, look, Jay Johnson did a great job of you know kind of securing 
the baseball booster money very early on in his tenure. That way, when it got to this time, he didn't have to go out and relationship build. He didn't have to go out there and shake hands. He didn't have to go out there and, you know, take, you know, take, go to kids' birthday parties for boosters that wanted him to come over. I mean, he didn't have to do all that stuff. He, he had the relationship set up when he got in town. Skip Burtman put him in front of the right faces and the right names and the right people. And he built himself a war chest. And, you know, here he is just going out and really just hunting. You know, I mean, he's, he's, he knows that he's got, yep. he's got some artillery that he can go out there and recruit with. And uh, he's cleaning up right now. This is what you get when you watch the Jordy Colada show. I'm telling you, inside information. He's, he's got he's plugged into what's going on at LSU, but not just LSU. Had somebody complain the other day because I had him on the TV program and we didn't talk enough LSU. He can talk every sport. He can talk everything that's going on in Louisiana, national sports, local sports, doesn't matter. Got to check him out. If you can't catch, check him out, 7 to 9 on, on his YouTube channel. Again, you can check it out anytime. It's all about views and all about, again, getting a chance to be able to watch him do his work. Jordy, tell us all about it. Tell us about, again, how folks can follow you on social media. Give us the whole nine. Thank you. Uh, it's really easy to find us on, on social media. It's at Colada Show. So any social media platform that you're on, whether it's YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, uh, TikTok, uh, wh- wherever you are on, on social media, you can find us at Colada Show. YouTube is where we are, 7 to 9 a.m. And uh, as we talked a little bit about it earlier in the show, WAFB, who's the news outlet over here in Baton Rouge, very powerful uh, news outlet, goes into 100,000 homes and uh, it's on their, their their website, WAFB Plus and WAFB.com. You can find our content as well. So uh, we're just trying to spread it out and make it easy for everybody out there to find us. But easiest way to do it is hit us on YouTube daily. Beautiful. Jordy, have a great 4th of July weekend, my friend. Thanks so much for your time as always. Happy 4th. I'll talk to you next week, man. You got it, bud. Thank you. Again, Jordy Collada. Great, great, great uh, segment with Jordy. Really appreciate his time. All right, folks, don't forget about uh, my friends over at uh, Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Doesn't matter where you live, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Had a friend of mine t- uh, get in touch with me today. Uh, she wanted to know about, again, uh, getting her tire fixed, uh, going over to Southern Tire. Of course, again, sent her over. She'll be there tomorrow getting her, her tires taken care of. If you're going on the road for 4th of July, I encourage you to go to Southern Tire. Let them take a look at the, at the tires, make sure everything's rolling there. Uh, if you need the tire replaced, again, they can do that for you. If you're looking for a new set of tires, largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, bar none, and, of course, something for everyone's budget, wheels and tires up to 30 inches, you can finance it over time if you like. Of course, you want to make sure that engine is working right, too, right? You don't need a breakdown. Uh, again, ASC certified technicians, same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership. So, again, get, get it tuned up, get, get it tested, get it ready for the road. Uh, and if you have any issues, Southern Tire can take care of it right there for you. Uh, Southern Tire, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. I've said it over and over again. There was an automotive work and, and, and tires unless you're taking care of your customers. Tony Piazza opened up the, the store in 1972. His son, Tony Jr.'s now again working with him. His wife and his daughter all in, all in the office. It's truly a family-owned and operated business. Go with the New Orleans family-owned and operated business. It's Southern Tire. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com. Find out all the uh, services they provide for their customers. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972. You know it. Southern Tire, Hickory Airline in Metairie. We'll be right back. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. 
Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at MamboNola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Dell's Black Friday in July sale is here. Now's your chance for a refresh with savings up to $500 off select computers like the XPS and select Alienware systems, taking performance to the next level with Intel Core processors. Plus, shop special deals on top accessories. Great financing available with a Dell preferred account and free shipping. Upgrade today by calling 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. So you have to drive 300 miles to your cousin's wedding. Okay, so it's his fourth. But you know what they say, fourth time's the charm. <laughs> well, here's the problem. Your tires are as bald as I am. But lucky for you, eBay Motors has tires for just about every make and model. Plus wheels, lug nuts, jack stands, and more. 122 million parts. Do they have tissues? Oh, good, because I'm definitely a crier. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. At Diamonds Direct right now, there's nothing standing in your way of owning the piece of jewelry you've been dreaming of. No down payment and no finance charges for five whole years on any purchase. Take the amazing Diamonds Direct price you're used to, divide by 60, and that's your payment. It's a smart way to buy. Keep your money in your pocket and still add that amazing ring, band, or bracelet to your collection. Even the upgrade you've been wanting. Five years, zero interest on any purchase. Only at Diamonds Direct. Get all the details at DiamondsDirect.com. Unapproved credit. All right, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, you know if the AC breaks down, even over the July 4th holiday weekend, my friends at Burkhardt will be there for you. 
15 trucks in the field. Again, uh, Nate Certified Technicians, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. And, yes, they have technicians that are on call to be able to take on, uh, take on your issue after hours. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. You can trust them with your AC system. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Oduwans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, and the Hideout Bar. All are open late, all are open all weekend, all work open through the July 4th holiday. Get out there and enjoy a meal or cocktail at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the Dudley Devotion. My good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton. For punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our our customers. Give me some truth. Hey, baby! 
that kind of party. I like that kind of party, baby. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until six. Four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Hey, remember the iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms. Take the show with you anywhere. Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast everywhere. You know where it's at. It's everywhere. It's on your favorite podcasting platform. Anchor is our home base, but on your favorite podcasting platform, uh, the show is usually posted uh, about 20 minutes after it ends. And, of course, you can go ahead whenever you have time to be able to check it out. At Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show, or our um, social media platforms. And, of course, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight. Jude Young joins me on the program. Uh, on LAE, 6 o'clock, uh, The Deuce, 10 o'clock. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock, LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always on our social media platforms, always on the WLATV YouTube page, and always at ericasher.com. Uh, and we'll have that posted for you sometime either this evening or, or again, first thing uh, in the morning tomorrow. Uh, by the way, we are taking a little mini vacation. There will be a best of tomorrow, Monday and Tuesday. We'll be back with a live show on Wednesday. Uh, and, of course, this hour uh, we'll be having Ali Cassell, the Bird Rights. He will join us at 515. We'll finish up with Chris Gordy, Locked On SEC Podcast, who will join us at uh, 535 uh, this afternoon. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Of course, uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, Mambo's, the Hideout Bar, and yes, the mothership where it all began, Oceana Grill. Man, I tell you what, Oceana's going to be rolling this weekend. Y'all need to be part of that. Uh, voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. They are open seven days a week. They are open for, again, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Home in New Orleans, best breakfast. you got to try it. You're a breakfast lover. Got to try it. Get on down there and, again, enjoy the incredible menu of, of breakfast items for you. And then, of course, breakfast starts at 8 a.m., go, goes all the way until 1 p.m., so you get a late breakfast if you'd like. The lunch service starts at 10 a.m., goes to 4 p.m. Din- dinner service from 4 p.m. until 1 a.m. until the party stops. And I've said this before. Look, they're, they're, someone is in that building all the time because by the time they close, 1, 2 o'clock, they're again, clean up, clean the kitchen, stock the kitchen to be ready to go to the, to the next morning. They're, uh, the chefs are back there at 5 o'clock, uh, you know, for, again, the 8 o'clock opening. So, so they're, they're always there uh, at Oceana Grill getting, getting you ready for, again, a great meal. Like, again, uh, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Uh, cocktails that, again, will amaze from some of the finest mixologists in all New Orleans. Uh, five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for your next event. But on a, like on a weekend like this, July 4th weekend with Essence, they will use those five private rooms for an overflow. Uh, don't forget, family-friendly. Uh, got a beautiful French Quarter courtyard. Uh, beautiful by day, spectacular by night. Also dog-friendly. Uh, and, of course, a great place to be able to enjoy a, a, an incredible dining experience with, you know, that's someone special. Maybe a family member. Maybe you're trying to close that deal. Maybe, again, you got friends coming in out of town uh, for another great event here in New Orleans. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street, off Bourbon Street at, at Oceana Grill. That's Oceana Grill, 739 Conti Bourbon, Oceanagrill.com, open 8 a.m. until 1 a.m., seven days a week. Get on out there and enjoy a great meal at Oceana Grill. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, also, um, I want to remind everybody uh, about um, my friends over at uh, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. 
remember, uh, if you're in the market for a new system, uh, it doesn't matter, what, uh, again, where you live. Burkhardt is, is covering the entire metropolitan area with 15 trucks in the field. But their experts will sit down with you and do a consultation and find out what you're looking for for an AC system for your home or your business. They use the latest technology to be able to measure your home or business. So, again, you've got the right system for, for again, uh, for your needs. And then, of course, you've got a choice of some of the best systems in, in, uh, that, that are on the market now. The, the service after the sale and, of course, the, the NATE certified technicians, second to, second to none. Make sure, again, that if you're in the market for that new system for your home or your business, that you uh, call my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. It's pretty easy. Just remember this. acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Boy, a lot going on today. Uh, I think the sale is just about a minute and a half away. We'll get him on the program. But Kevin Duran has asked for a trade uh, from the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, that is topping the news today um, after Kyrie Irving opted in uh, to, to be able to uh, uh, to play with him again this season. Uh, well, you know, that's a train wreck to begin with, right? Uh, also, uh, the uh, bombshell that, that, again, has shook college football today and college athletics, uh, long time. Um, and I got to say, what, original? Got to be original, right? Pac-12 member, uh, UCLA and USC are leaving for the Big Ten. And uh, it, it could be a, a situation where there's a domino effect where Oregon and Washington may bolt. There's a lot of talk that maybe Missouri may bolt from the SEC and head, head, to, the, head to the Big Ten. Uh, we, you heard Jordy uh, and I talking about Florida State, Miami, also uh, Clemson, uh, Duke, North Carolina. Also, again, possibilities of now, again, um, uh, uh, vacating their, their particular conferences and going into a big conference. But uh, expected in 2024, uh, USC and UCLA, no longer part of the Pac-12, uh, they will be part of the Big Ten. And uh, that's the beginning of some major super conferences going on, for, going on in, in college football. And, look, I think it's going to hasten uh, Texas and Oklahoma to get into the SEC as well. We'll see that. Uh, you know, that's going to be 2025. It was supposed to be. Now I think it'll probably be 2024. Uh, they were talking about, you know, uh, you know, the different ways they were going to split up the conference now. You may go to 20 teams and have these, these mega conferences. So we'll see how it plays out. But, again, uh, big bomb that was dropped today uh, in, in, in news, again, on both fronts, basketball and college athletics. All right, let's bring on our good friend Ali Cassell of the Bird Rights. Today uh, the Pelicans uh, rookies uh, met the media. And, of course, at five, as of 5.01 this afternoon, uh, free agency has begun in the, in the NBA. Uh, and, of course, the ability to be able to sign your own free agents as well. In this case, the Pelicans have the opportunity to re-sign um, Zion Williamson to a max deal to break it down for us from the Bird Rights. Editor-in-Chief, it's Ali Cassell. Ali, how are you? I'm doing great. And this is a great time if you're an NBA fan here in the city. A lot going on. Yeah, no doubt about it. First of all, uh, let, let's take Zion, and then I want to talk about do you at the press conference. I want to talk about the press conference first. All right, uh, it's here. So what do you think is going to happen? Do you think, uh, again, this is going to get done today, going to get done tomorrow? Uh, is, is, uh, is, is there going to be uh, – is there a consultation between the, the two where, again, this is going to drag out? What do you think is going to happen? I think it's going to get done quickly. Um, what's going on right now is free agency has began, begun, but that's only for players that do not have a contract that are signing a new one. For those that are going to be signing extensions, Eric, 
they got to wait six hours. So Zion's technically cannot, uh, if he reaches a deal with the Falcons, cannot get announced until 1201. You've got to wait for until the next season begins, right? That 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 period. So, they, so the new NBA, new year, he's got to wait until July 1st. Exactly. Okay. And I, like I said, I expect it to get done soon after we get past uh, midnight. And uh, the full the, 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 the full max um, protections for the club or no? I don't think they're going to guarantee everything. No, I think there's going to be some kind of benchmarks. But what will be, will be interesting, I've been hearing some rumors on it, the Pelicans probably would prefer to have all five years, right? They don't want to give him a player option. So maybe, okay. you know, if Zion agrees to that, kind of like what Kevin Durant currently has, what Brandon Ingram agreed to, to where they don't get a fifth-year option, a player option, maybe if the Pelicans give that up or if they get that in, in back from him, that agreement for that clause, then maybe they won't put a stringent of benchmarks, right? They'll guarantee more money to him. So I could see that scenario playing out. But i got to think there's going to be at least a little bit of protection uh, in this next contract because, you know, it would behoove them, right? He's missed a lot of time, broken foot at his size. There's a chance for setback. And, you know, he doesn't have the best injury uh, history to, to begin with. All right, let's step away from the Pels for a moment. Let's talk about what's happening in the NBA right now. The first bombshell was today uh, Kevin Durant saying he wants out from, from the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, Phoenix, is, it seems like, again, the, the, the most likely option. Booker just signed a four-year extension for $214 million Supermax deal. Um, so, again, they're, they're getting their ducks in a row in terms of, the, of their salary cap. Uh, where do you think he goes? What do you think happens with Durant? Yeah, when we first heard the announcement that he's put his name um, into the rumor mill by telling uh, Nets management that he wants out, was Phoenix. But the other two teams that immediately came to mind for me was also Memphis and Miami. Well, two of the three have been supposedly are high on his list on both showing interest and where Kevin Durant would like to end up. Thing is, though, Kevin Durant's at the whims of Nets because he signed a long-term deal to where they can trade him wherever he wants, and technically he's got to play for the next four years, right? So they're going to be getting back the best uh, package that they can return. Fortunately for the Nets, I think the Phoenix offer a pretty good one, right? I mean, you got to think automatically. DeAndre Ayton, he's going to be involved in some kind of sign-and-trade going to Brooklyn. Then you've got to also think that, you know, they can potentially get either Bridges or maybe Cam Johnson, maybe one or two of the other young guys from Phoenix, along with a bunch of draft picks. Memphis is entertaining to think about, too, right? They're not going to trade John Morant, but they've got Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson, um, and a lot of draft capital as well. And I'll be honest, now people are even mentioning teams like the Pelicans, like the Raptors, because they have a lot of good young players, right, that I'm sure the Nets are looking for, but also a lot of draft talent. But I'll tell you what, I would be surprised to see David Griffin go that route. when He's built what looks to be – a team on the rise, and he's always talked about doing it organically, going for sustainable success. I don't mm-hmm. see how or why you would trade away the Brandon Ingram or Zion Williamson and get back a Kevin Durant who maybe in six months' time, maybe a year's time, says, I want out. I think that's too much risk for a team like New Orleans. Uh, Joe Kick signs a, uh, the richest deal in NBA history. At, uh, again, uh, five years, $264 million, Supermax extension. Your thoughts? I love it, and, but you knew that was going to happen, right? A lot yeah, of, of these course. Uh, extensions, right? Yeah, Eric, you knew that all these players, like Damian Lillard, I'm sure his, he's going to have an mm-hmm. extension announced soon. Um, same thing with Devin Booker. You know that these guys are going to be staying home because this is where they can make the most money. 
Um, and they've, they've got good situations. I mean, I know Jokic isn't the best situation because of Michael Porter Jr., right? He missed practically off last season. Who knows where his uh, back is at? Uh, same thing with Jamal Murray coming off that knee injury, that ACL tear. He missed all of last year. But like I said, Jokic is the best, one of the best players in the league. He's going to make a handsome amount in Denver, which is a good team. So I, I fully expect it for him to resign there. Um, Jalen Brunson uh, expected to sign a four-year, $110 million deal with the Knicks. Uh, the, 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 the byline I read said that the, the Mavs weren't even given a chance to make an offer to him. He's out. He's heading to the Big Apple. Two questions. One, does that surprise you, the money he got? Number two, uh, do, do you think there will be a sign and trade here? Do you think it's just going to be a straight free agency move? I think it's probably going to be just a straight free agency move because the Knicks were quite busy around the uh, draft and offloading a lot of players. Right, Kemba Walker was shipped over to uh, the Detroit Pistons. They also got off of uh, New Orleans Noel and, and, and another player. So they created the cap space to absorb him. Um, I think through free agency, and that's the best bet I think for them. Um, I just question on the amount, right? I'm I'm questioning on that. Is Jalen Brunson worth 110 million? Is he going to change the nice fortunes that much, right? Because I honestly don't see it. I know he had a nice run there in the playoffs, and he, let's face it, he's a good player. But is he a mm-hmm. top 20, 25 player? You know, I don't think so. I mean, where would you put him personally? I put him right there, maybe on that CJ McCollum tier. So that's not a guy that you kind of bookmark, earmark to be your number one guy, especially in the, in the, honestly in a in the region like New York City, right, where the demands are going to be high. I mean, that mm-hmm. team, Eric, on paper with Jalen Brunson, you add you know Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, what are they? they? They're still at best outside easily of the top four or five in the East. So I think Knicks fans are not going to be happy with this in the long term. And the reason why I asked about the trade was part of one of those deals, they got a $19 million trade exception. And I thought that was something they were going to use to try to bring him in. That's why I asked that question about a possible trade. Right. Well, I think that what they're going to do with that, obviously, is you're going to try and add more talent around Brunson. I've mm-hmm. heard that they've already added Isaiah Hartenstein, played for the Clippers last year. He's a great backup center. I kind of wanted yeah. him to possibly land here in New Orleans because he's a great pain protector. He's got a great motor. Um, he's very um, kind of under the radar across most fan bases. They just don't know of him, but he's a really good player. So I think the Knicks are going to make some more moves. And I think, yeah, of course you're going to try and use that exception if you can to slide some salary and add a player that way. Quick, quickly, for just for the, for the, for the audiences tuning in, Obama's staying with the Magic, two-year, $21 million. Uh, Ty- Tyrus Jones gets $30 million from the Grizzlies on a two-year deal. Bobby Portis was making $4 million. Uh, he's now making a four-year $49 million to stay with the Bucks. And Anthony uh, Simmons gets $100 million from the Blazers on a four-year extension. Uh, Bradley Beal gets a $251 million uh, max extension with, with, with the Wizards. That's a five-year deal there. And we already mentioned Booker. A lot of money being thrown around right now at the NBA level. It sure is, and I'll tell you what, it almost makes you feel good that the Pelicans don't, aren't, aren't, aren't out there involved, right? It doesn't yep. seem like they need to take it. I mean, they, first of all, they can't take a chance on somebody because they already have 14 guaranteed contracts. Dyson Daniels is going to be the 15th, and they still got to figure out a way to add EJ Little. But, no, I'm happy with the roster that they constructed. That They don't have to overspend or take a serious chance on somebody. I mean, I'll be honest with you. You knew Bradley Beal was going to get that amount, but some of these other, like Tyus Jones, he's just a backup. For the Grizzlies, right, and thirty million serious cash. Anthony That's fifteen, Simons, fifteen a year, right? A long time, yeah, exactly, Eric. And then for Simons up in Portland, 
it's taken mm-hmm. him a long time just to get to being pretty darn good level right on the NBA because he was unplayable for the first two and a half years of his career, and now he's getting a contract for $100 million. I'm not certain that we've seen him establish himself yet to earn that type mm-hmm. of contract. So, yeah, I'm glad the Pelicans are not involved in anything like that. All right, let's get to the rookies. You're, you, you were at the press conference today. You had a chance to see Dyson Daniels, T, uh, again, um, uh, Liddell. Um, just your, your overall impressions, first time talking to him. Yeah, so they kind of reminded me, honestly, of Trey Murphy and Herb Jones a year ago, including Jose Alvarado, in that they seem like, honestly, just genuine, smart, good human beings that um, are all about the right things. You know, they don't care about the big life. They just care about coming in, working hard, and they and they also come across as kind of very, um, I don't want to say smart, but just they just have a good head on their shoulders. You can just tell by the way they choose their sentences and um, how likable and genuine they come across in the way they say things. So I feel like that's exactly the mold that David Griffin stumbled upon last year, and they tried to stick to it in, in this latest draft, and they hit a home run because both Daniels and Liddell seem to fit that mold. And I think Willie Green, he, he and Trajan Langdon seem to be super uh, joyed over, over announcing these two and talking about how they see their fit on this team. So, yeah, I like it, and I like these guys. I think they're going to fit in really well here. They, did, did they talk at all about Zion and, and his contract today at the press conference? Or did they kept it just with the rookies? No, they just kept to the rookies. There was a question asked, but of course you can't give any details on that. So no, they just politely yes. declined to talk about it. Yeah, and they shut it down. Um, Devontae Graham, you and I have talked about him a lot during during the off season. You know, I, I've kind of almost swinging to, to to the way that you know what, uh, you, you don't have to really push to trade him now. You can always trade him at at, at the at the at the uh, trading deadline if necessary. But maybe again, now finding out about the hip injury. And, and the fact that, again, he'll be playing with Zion and we're looking at floor spacing, that maybe they'd give him a second chance. Do you think the, the organization is maybe second, second, giving us a second thought, or do you think he's on the trading block, as we've been hearing now for months, and that he'll be, he'll be one of those players' move to open up the, uh, the, that, that slot uh, for an E.J. Liddell? I think there's no question he's sitting on the trade block, but I don't think the Pelicans are actively shopping him. Like, they're not knocking down on people's doors and saying, what do I need for or to also give up for you to take him in and you give me this piece like they did last year with Steven Adams and Eric Bledsoe. So Eric, I can, I'm, I'm completely with you. I don't really see a need to push him off this roster, especially as much as say Jackson Hayes, who I think honestly has to be the first guy that has to go. And then you should probably figure out what to do with Garrett Temple as well, because with Devontae Graham, yeah. See if he can recoup some of that value because I'll tell you what, in Charlotte, he was a better player than what we saw last year. And if he was just to mildly improve, you know, on his shot, which I think is there, I just don't know what happened to him, especially from the new year on. But if he can find it, then, of course, you're going to get a lot more value in return. You definitely won't have to attach a future asset. And mm-hmm. I'll be honest, just putting him next to Zion, taking a lot of pressure off of him, maybe that had something to do with it last year, too. So not quite sure, but I think Devontae didn't show his best. So. For a team that really needs three-point shooting, so unless you're trading Devontae and getting guaranteed you know, three-point yes. shooting on the perimeter, why move him now? I, it just doesn't make sense to me either. Where do they go then? Is it Garrett Temple? Do they, do a, do they, um, do they, they, they try to do a, a buyout and maybe, again, stretch it? Um, is it, is it uh, you know, Kyra Lewis is coming off an injury? Um, 
Is it Jackson Hayes? Is, uh, who are they going to move to open up this spot? Because, again, it seems to me they want to see EJ, uh, EJ Liddell. Uh, and, and a lot of it will happen again, what happens with the, uh, the summer league over the next couple of weeks. But I think they'd like to have him on the active roster. They don't want to make him a two-way player. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I mean, you would think that EJ Liddell is worthy of a regular NBA contract, right? With Slay to be a first-round prospect, you would have thought that his agent for sure would secure him, like I said, a regular contract instead of selling for a two-way. But, hey, the fact that the Pels have only filled one of them so far lends me to believe that it's definitely not off the table. So they have up until the 9th, right? That's the first game for the Pelicans is July 9th in Las Vegas. So I think they've got up until then to commit to either one of those contracts. So, you know, it's not a complete rush to do something like within this next day or two. But I think they would definitely like, like, like we've been talking about for weeks now, to get off of some players, to give them some more flexibility, both in signing Liddell to the contract that they see fit, along with, you know, maybe getting somebody back via trade mm-hmm. or signing a free agent. Because this team still has a few holes to fill out. All right, that would be my next question. Will they be active in free agency? If so, what position do you think it is? I, yeah, I'm not expecting anything because it's been awfully quiet surrounding them uh, from everybody I've talked to. So it looks like all the big dominoes, which have already started falling right, in, in the last half hour, but it looks like they're not going to be competing very hard because, one, they're very close to the luxury tax line. And so I believe they're sitting currently with all the guys they have. That includes Dyson Daniels' uh, contract to be just about $3.7 million under the luxury tax line. So. You free if you move whoever you move off of. Say you waive Garrett Temple, but suddenly you're not creating any more space underneath that umbrella. So you, the most you're going to be probably spending if your Gale is up to 3.7 million. So it's not going to be a big name, and likely those players that are going for minimums or around their about thereabouts, those players don't get signed typically until a few days into free agency. So you know as to where or who. We've talked about it at length, shooting, right? Eric, I'm wondering if Jeremy Lamb, somebody along those lines, a proven vet that can come in that understands his role, right? Isn't going to be pressing for minutes. Isn't going to be upset by not having him. Somebody maybe along those lines. Um, and if not at that position, maybe grabbing another big. Because do you want to, if you move off of Jackson Hayes, trust Liddell to be able to fill some minutes for you behind Larry Nance? I'm not sure. You know, So maybe you would go ahead and seek out I don't know, maybe not JaVale McGee, because I've heard he's wanted around league, but another center that can come off the bench, provide you some shot blocking, because this team doesn't have any. Or not enough. Ali, always a pleasure, my friend. I really appreciate appreciate the time. You know, by the way, to, to your point, uh, most of the season, uh, the, the Pels are right around 15 in terms of team payroll. Just based off, again, what's happened with the, with the new year coming, they are already in the top 10 at 8. Uh, so, you know, you, you mentioned very, very close to, to the uh, – uh, to the tax line. So we'll see how that kind of plays out. Uh, thanks for your time as always. I know you're going to be all over again. Everything that's going on with the Pels uh, uh, by the moment. Uh, let the folks know how they can follow you personally on social media, uh, your fantastic website, how that can be followed as well. And, uh, you know, kind of give us the, uh, everything that's going on and any articles you may have coming out very soon. Yeah, thanks, Eric. You can follow us along over at SB Nation. It's all one word, www.thebirdrights.com. And you can follow us along on Twitter and Facebook, same name, or me under my full name, Ali Cosell. And, yeah, we're just going to focus on this free agency period, like what trades are the Pelicans going to make, because I've got to think something's going to happen. Um, like I said, one of Hay, at least one of Hayes, Temple, or Devontae Graham is going to be shipped out, I believe. 
And then, of course, summer league's right around the corner. So we'll cover all those moves, look into guys like what, what can you expect from Liddell? Because I know people are familiar enough with Dyson Daniels, but not so much Liddell. So I would like to go in depth on him before summer league starts in about a week and a half time. And, of course, you'll probably you'll be – will you be in Vegas this year again? You know, I'm not going to go this season. Yeah, it just didn't work okay. out. But I'm sure you'll have you'll have people that'll be covering it for the bird rights. Oh yeah, exactly. No, no, definitely. Yeah, no doubt about it. Thank you, my friend. Have a great Fourth of July weekend. We'll talk next week. Absolutely. Take care, and you do the same. And to everybody out there in your audience. There you go. That's Alec Cassell at Alec Cassell on Twitter. All right. Don't forget about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Again, folks, uh, if you are looking for a system for your home, a new air conditioning system, uh, believe me, uh, they are authorized to sell some of the top brands in the market. The service after the sale is impeccable. And, of course, they, again, the crew that installs these, these air conditioning systems uh, for Burkhardt, they're experts. Uh, they use the latest in technology to measure your home or your business, make sure you're getting the right AC, right heating system for your home or your business. Uh, there's never going to be one of these hard sales. They're going to give you and I'll give you the information and allow you to make the decision. And then, of course, they'll come in treating your home like their home. So it's, an, it's amazing when they come in and install it because, you know, they're cleaning up after themselves. They're very, very conscious of, again, uh, that this is your home or your business, uh, doing workarounds, whatever has to happen. And then, of course, uh, the service after the sale is impeccable. Uh, the new install quality check after one month, they do that for everything they install for you. So if you're in the market for a new system, I'll just tell you right now, Give Burkhardt a call. Ask them to come out and at least give you a price. That's all, a price, okay? Because, again, you want multiple prices anyway. And then remember the service after the sale and the honesty and the reliability. That's what sets Burkhardt apart. acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, Mambo's and the Hideout Bar. This is a beautiful weekend to get out there and enjoy. Again, a great meal at one of the Oceana Family of Restaurants. They will be open late. They will be open on July 4th, after July 4th, the day before July 4th. And then, of course, uh, they're ready with, again, their full menu as well as cocktails. Get out there and enjoy uh, a great meal or, a, again, a few cocktails over at, again, the Oceana Family of Restaurants. We'll be right back. I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros. Plus, we give you a voice to speak your mind. It's entertainment. It's information. It's all that you could want. And it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life. This report is sponsored by Lowe's. Sign up for Lowe's MVP's Pro Rewards and Partnership Program and get exclusive rewards to help level up your business. Program subject to terms and conditions valid through 123122. See lowes.com slash L pro loyalty terms subject to change. Delays are solid if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from Williams to Power and delays pick back up 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. 10 westbound, your delays are steady from just past Bonneville to the airport. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are solid right at Canal Boulevard. And on the eastbound side from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection and the Pontchartrain Expressway, your delays are solid from Stumpf Boulevard to the Claiborne Earhart exit. Also on the westbound side along the Pontchartrain Expressway, your backups are solid from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. Look out for accidents North Claiborne at Turo, also Orleans at City Park, and Napoleon Avenue at Magnolia. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. 
On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, Bourbon and Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Response to Diamonds Direct's amazing finance offer has been off the charts, so we're extending it through this Saturday. You can go into the holiday weekend with some new bling and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. Rings, earrings, bands, bracelets, colored gemstones. Pick any item, pay nothing down, and enjoy five years zero interest financing. It's the best and smartest way to buy, but you can't wait any longer. This special offer ends this Saturday and will not be extended again. Only at Diamonds Direct. Details and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Unapproved credit. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, O New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cajun Cannon Restaurant. If you're in the quarter this weekend, you're, you just you cannot pass it up. You can't pass, I'm telling you, you just can't pass it up. It's at the 400 block of Bourbon Street, 411 to be exact. It's called Mambo's. Uh, it's the newest restaurant uh, as part of the Oceana family of restaurants. Three floors of, I'm telling you, the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. That's inside and out. But, folks... Uh, the amenities are incredible. First of all, first floor, downstairs, big picture windows overlooking Bourbon Street. You can sit right there, have some cocktails, have a great meal, and, and check out all the, all the craziness on Bourbon Street. Go to the back of the restaurant, and, of course, you've got a beautiful French Quarter courtyard. Beautiful by day, spectacular by night. Cocktails, or, again, you can dine there. Remember, there's a downstairs bar as well. And, again, beautiful uh, restaurant with plenty of seating on the first floor. Take the elevator, take the stairs, whatever you prefer. Go to the second floor. Elevator doors open up. Beautiful bar sitting right there. And, of course, if you look to your left, you got a Bourbon Street balcony right there for you to be able to enjoy cocktails, to enjoy your, your next meal. Check out, again, with the sight lines on Bourbon Street, everything that's going on. It's, it's fantastic. And, of course, I mentioned a bar right there and plenty of seating to be able to dine. Hit the, hit the elevator, or man, take the steps to the third floor, 
and you get with again something that's unique only to Mambo's. Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. That's right, the only one of its kind. You've never seen Bourbon Street. You've never seen the city like you've seen it from Mambo's. And, of course, great cocktails, a private bar right there. Plenty of, plenty of places to be able to sit, to either dine or, again, to have cocktails. Uh, it's Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Creole cuisine, uh, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Magnificent cocktails that are made by some of the best mixologists in all of New Orleans. And then, of course, uh, lunch and dinner serve seven days a week. They're open late. You can find out more at mambonola.com. And when you finish up, right next door is the hideout bar. Beautiful, again, uh, a courtyard, uh, great bar, again, inside of a, a well over 300-year-old building, uh, and, and live music every single night, man, right, right there. So uh, between Mambo's and, and also the hideout bar, you can make it a night right there in the 411 block, 411 Bourbon Street. Uh, again, all part of the Oceana family of restaurants. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's and the hideout bar. Again, open seven days a week, open late, open throughout the July 4th holiday as well. All right, let's head to... Um, to um, the phone lines, uh, our guest line, a good friend of ours, a former colleague here in New Orleans. Doing, he's just tearing it up in Houston, Texas now. Also, again, got his own uh, podcast, Locked on SEC Podcast. New Orleans' own Chris Gordy joins us on the program. Chris, how are you, bud? I'm good, Eric, man. Trying to keep up with all these uh, NBA signings that are coming down rampant yeah. with the uh, start of the league coming down. And uh, haven't seen New Orleans involved in anything yet, but that's okay. Plenty of time to get things figured out. Yep, no doubt. And of course, they got a they got a roster that's pretty full. They're probably looking to to dump more than than to add. But we'll see how how that plays out. First of all, on, on a personal note, how was Europe? Uh, it was good, man. It was uh, it was funny. We 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 went all over Europe. We did Rome. Uh, we did Florence. We did Paris. And everybody kept saying, "Man, it must have been an expensive trip." I said, "Yeah, this, the trip was actually paid for in March of 2020 when we were supposed to take it." So I yep. have no idea what the what the actual trip cost because it was all credits and. And all this stuff from two years ago, right when the pandemic started. So it was a long time coming, but it was good to find Yes, it was. Yeah, remember when you were getting ready to go that last time when everything, when everything hit. Um, <laughs> glad, glad, glad you and your wife were able to enjoy it. Big story today. Of course, when I was having you on, we didn't know about this. But let's start off with this. UCLA, USC abandoning the Pac-12, heading to the Big Ten. It looks like it's, it's going to be a domino effect that's going to affect all of college football, that we may start to see these mega conferences of as many as 20 teams, SEC included. Give me your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, is it okay to say I don't like it? I mean, look, I, I was all for NIL and I should say common sense NIL, right? Like, you know, all the things we've talked about throughout the years where, you know, Johnny Manziel and Tim Tebow, peak of their prowess, couldn't make any money. Tyron Matthew was trying to sell T-shirts with a honey badger number seven on it. NCAA said, you can't do that. You know, all these little things that just made sense with the NIL. You know, come on, let, let's do that. So the NIL stuff has been fine for the most part. Obviously, I've had some issues with recruits getting paid, you know, millions of dollars who haven't even played it down at college football. But that's, that's been part of, you know, the big uh, talking points of college football. Expansion's been the other. And, look, Texas and Oklahoma coming to, coming to the SEC – it's weird. It's going to be weird. It's going to take some adjusting. It's going to take, you know, a whole new layout of the schedule and how they're going to get all that done in football. But that's, that's all one aspect of this. Now when we have the, the true talk of the power conferences coming to life here, which, you know, has been a rumor for years that, that we could possibly end up with, you know, a couple of 20-team power conferences, it always just seemed like, how is that going to work? No, that's a figment of everybody's imagination. It's not going to happen. Today feels like it's a real possibility. And, look, I thought Oklahoma and Texas coming to the SEC to make it 
16 teams, okay. It's not, you know, or make it 16, rather. It's not going to be crazy. Like, we, we can make it work. But, like, man, when you start talking about getting to 18 and getting to 20, it, it, it really takes away from what college football is all about, the tradition, the rivalries, the pageantry, all that. I mean, you're going to have teams in the conference you'll never see. You know, that you won't, you know, you won't play them for five, six, seven, eight years. So, it's just, it's weird. I don't like it. It's all about money. You know, none of this sets None of this stuff makes sense geographically. I mean, you're talking about I'm going to have to get on a plane from Madison, Wisconsin, to go out to Los Angeles twice a year. Like, that's not a, that's not a, a hop, skip, and a jump. You know what I mean? It doesn't make sense geographically. But I think the dominoes are falling, Eric. I think we're going to start to see, you know, somebody asked me earlier, how does the SEC respond? I said the SEC doesn't need to respond just yet. But I guarantee you they're at least reaching out to Florida State and North Carolina and Clemson and kind of looking to poach maybe the ACC next because – you know, I think the SEC and the Big Ten are both setting up to be the big dogs here, and everybody else is going to be left scrambling. So um, it would not surprise me if the SEC starts playing some groundwork here and starts having conversations with Clemson, with, you know, Florida State, maybe Miami, and mm-hmm. uh, asking, hey, what's your interest in maybe coming to the SEC down the road? But uh, as you can see, I mean, this means probably the start, you know, the crumbling of the the Pac-12 and what's yep. going to happen with some of the big dogs out there. You know, is Oregon say, hey, we're coming to the Big Ten too? Or, mm-hmm. you know, is the Big 12 say, we're going to try to regroup? Because we know they already announced next July they're adding Houston, BYU, UCF, and Cincinnati. So, uh, I don't know, man. Big picture, I don't like it, but it is what it is. It's all about money. It's all about dollars. And the Big Ten, this is their response to the SEC adding Oklahoma and Texas just a year ago. Well, the tradition of, of, of college athletics is going out the window. You mentioned it earlier. Yeah. I mean, what, what I grew up with, what you grew up with, what your dad grew up with, uh, your grandfather, that's out the window now. Uh, you know, between, again, the, 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 these now super conferences, NIL, transfer portal, uh, it, again, it, it's a total different animal now than what we're seeing. And, again, it's still evolving. That's the, that's the thing. We don't know where this thing is going now. Uh, but, again, you better believe that if the, if the Big 12, uh, the Big 10 is making a, a, a move to, a, again, a super conference, the SEC is going to have their hooks in the, in, into the best that they can get uh, to be able to compete. Even so much so that I was reading from the guy that, that, that broke the story out, out of Los Angeles today that again maybe Missouri might be interested in moving out of the big out of the SEC into the Big Ten uh, because they have not been able to compete on you know really in the SEC yeah I mean it it was funny because I kind of threw that out there as a a thought earlier I said look instead of you know expanding and getting this thing to 20 why don't we start to sip you know if we want to add uh if we want to add Clemson well then Vanderbilt you're out you know if we want to add uh North Carolina okay South Carolina you're out you know I mean why, why don't we just start talking about adding and subtracting if you know the getting the 20 teams is just silly i mean it, when you, if you if you got two power conferences that are 20 teams what are we even doing i mean you, you might as well not even have a college football playoff you just have your own sec playoff just everybody <laughs> play right. each other and then we'll crown a champion at the end of the year and again i know it's all about money but man some of this stuff is just the, the greed just kind of sets in it's like man what are we doing i mean it's it's fun to be able to go out every now and then and lsu go play a game out in, in you know, against Washington out in Seattle or go out to uh, UCLA and, and play in the Rose Bowl. You know, it's like th- those kind of things are fun, you know, but I just feel like we're being so um, narrow-minded with this stuff. Well, it's all about money. It's all about TV deals. It's all about dollars. And it's just, man, what, like, take a step back and let's, let's, let's enjoy college football for what it is when everybody mm-hmm. has a chance to play everybody and it's an open invitation for everybody. 
let's talk about your alma mater for a moment uh, again. Uh, what what both uh, what Kelly uh, McMahon and Johnson have been able to do in rebuilding their teams in such a short period of time using the transfer portal. Obviously, again uh, for, for for most of this. It's been remarkable. What Jay Johnson's done in the last 10 days is mind-blowing, and it only, again, maybe eclipses uh, what, what McMahon did in, in rebuilding his program. Wait a minute, that, which maybe eclipsed what, 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 what Kelly was able to do and, again, start to rebuild his program after all the defections. Uh, it's, it's amazing when you start, when you start seeing uh, how all three of these coaches have been very, very skillful in terms of recruiting and, and using the transfer portal to, you know, for, for, for their good at the same time when they're losing some quality players. Yeah, it's funny. I remember when the transfer portal stuff first started, there were some LSU fans who were kind of complaining about it. I don't know, I don't know if I like this. Man, if you're not a fan of the transfer portal right now, if you're an LSU fan, I don't know what to tell you because it is absolutely helping your football team, it's helping your basketball team, and it's helping your baseball team tremendously. So, um, yeah, it's funny. I, I was talking about uh, you know Mike Bianco and Ole Miss winning, the, um, uh, winning the, the College World Series this past weekend, and it reminded me of years ago when Nick Saban used to gripe about making the college football playoff and playing the national championship. And, you know, somebody said, yeah, Saban's all, all upset. Well, why is he upset? He's playing for national championship. And, and the thought was, well, he's behind in recruiting. You know, all his other coaches are building ahead already for next season. He's playing for a title. And it felt kind of like that with Mike Bianco. Like he gets off the podium on Sunday night and he's holding up his championship trophy and he's going, wait, 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 Jay Johnson's done what already? He's already gotten one of the best hitters in the country, one of the best pitchers in the country, he's filling in all the gaps already. It's like, oh, whoa, wait, we're, we're already behind the eight ball here. Um, it's fun. It's fun to see what Jay Johnson's building. And, you know, they got a great recruiting class coming in on top of all the transfers. going to be a lot of new faces. You're going to have to have your, uh, your roster sheet in front of you for the first LSU football game, the first LSU basketball game, first LSU yep. baseball game. Cause all new faces coming in, but man, it's, uh, I don't know where we'd be if the transfer portal wasn't a thing right now with LSU athletics. We'd be going through some hard times. It's a growing Very hard. Uh, the portal yeah. has certainly, has certainly helped, but you know, I, I look at what Brian Kelly has, man. And it's, it's fun. I'm starting to do my deep dives, Eric, into all the sec football teams. And two things have stood out to me. I saw one prognostication this week that has LSU projected to go six and six. I saw another one that has Florida to go five and seven. And I keep looking at Florida and LSU's rosters, and I'm going, look, I know it's Brian Kelly and Billy Napier's year one in the SEC, but what am I missing here? These, these two rosters are still loaded with talent. Like, it, it's not going to be that bad for either of these guys. So right. it's just funny. I keep looking at both of those and going, you know, I, I t- talked with Anthony Richardson this past weekend at the Manning Passing Academy. The kid really looks like, I call him Cam Newton light. Like, he is just, he's a big kid with a big arm. He'll run you over. He's fast. Uh, and then talk to Miles Brennan. And, again, Miles is just fully embracing it, man. He's like six years. He goes, I've been through every quarterback battle out there. I've gone through every injury. He goes, I got nothing else to lose. This is it. I'm all in. Uh, and I just look at those two guys, and I go, man, if both those guys stay healthy, if Miles Brennan at LSU and Anthony Richardson at Florida, they're going to upset some teams. They're going to win some games this year that they're not supposed to. And so, yeah, forgive me if I'm not buying into uh, LSU and Florida not being very good this year. No, I'm not buying into the demise of the LSU program at all. From Kim Mulkey on with the women's team again, all the way to um, uh, to what's happening with football, basketball, and baseball with new coaches. Uh, uh, I, I, again, I'm, I'm I'm bullish on, on on all of them. I do want to ask you just a couple minutes left. Um, we're going to get into this more through the, throughout the summer as the as they get closer to camp. What are your thoughts on the Saints uh, uh, as they go into this season? I mean. <laughs> All I look at, Eric, is what they were able to do last year with as limited as they were with the quarterback injury and, and 
barely having any wide receivers. I think you were out there playing wide receiver for one of their games last year. But, um, you know, it, it, all they've done, done is added. You know what I mean? Like they've added depth. They've added good pieces. They've added, you know, two Louisiana boys who are back home, Tyron Matthew and Jarvis Landry. Then you go get, you know, Chris Olave, and you, and you get Michael Thomas back, which – uh, and I don't know if he's back or not. One minute he's he's back running, the next minute so it's like, is he going to be here for camp, whatever. But, man, if they can put it all together, Jameis is going to be looking his chops going, man, this, you know, it, it was rough last year. He, he's going to have it made this year with all the talent that he's going to be surrounded by. Obviously, the, the Camara, you know, issue still looms, and hopefully, you know, everything works out for the best there. But, man, they're going to be so much better, and – uh, it's funny, I have a friend who's a Cowboys fan who was, you know, falling into these rumors about, oh, Sean Payton might go there next year, $10 million a year or whatever. And mm-hmm. I finally said, look, we love Sean Payton. He will be beloved in this city forever for what he brought home with the Super Bowl championship and all that. But it was time to move on, man. It had run its course. As many great moments as he had in New Orleans and the success, and obviously the Super Bowl year stands alone, but he had as many heartbreaking moments and bad games and upsetting losses and all that. And I said, you know what? It's time to turn the page. I think Dennis Allen, he's going to take a lot of what he learned, but he's also going to do it a little bit differently and go and build his own path. And I'm excited about that. If you're a Saints fan, it's kind of fun to start fresh and start anew. So I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be interesting to see what these guys do on their own now. Let's see Carmichael still there and Dennis Allen running the show. Um, and, of course, Jameis Winston surrounding him with a, abundantly more talent than he had a year ago. I'm bullish, man. I'm optimistic. I think I think the Saints are absolutely playoff bound this year, and we'll see how far they can go. Yeah, a lot of the national pro, last national media members don't feel that way, but those of us that are closer to it actually absolutely do. Always a pleasure, my friend. Wishing you and your family a great Fourth of July weekend. Tell us about again how folks can follow you on social media, the podcast, and everything you're involved in. Yeah, just uh, LockedOnSEC.com is the easiest way to find the, uh, the podcast or, you know, wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, iTunes, whatever. We've been on YouTube for a year now, so you can watch the video version of the podcast. And uh, yesterday's show that we uploaded, I had my interviews with Will Levis, the Kentucky quarterback, and Hendon Hooker, the uh, Tennessee quarterback, both really, really good dudes that were fun to interview. And over the next couple of days, I'm going to release more of those interviews that I have with some of the SEC quarterbacks that were there. Uh, like Spencer Rattler at South Carolina. I've got a quick question with Miles Brennan and, and Bryce Young, so we'll have that up. And then also tomorrow's show, my buddy John Garcia from Sports Illustrated, who covers all things recruiting, talking about why Arch Manning chose Texas over the likes of Georgia and Alabama. So really good conversation with him. So, yeah, just check us out wherever you can get your podcast locked on SEC. Always great to have you, my friend. Uh, look forward to it down the line. And, of course, uh, Chris, uh, uh, one, one more time, tell the folks about uh, social media because that's the thing you missed on that one. Yeah, just at Chris Gordy on Twitter Beautiful. and uh, at Locked On SEC. Those are the easiest ways to find us. Thank you, my friend. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Eric. Anytime, man. Yeah, that's Chris Gordy. Again, New Orleans on Chris Gordy uh, down in Houston, tearing it up, tearing it up. All right, don't forget, even on a, on a holiday weekend like this one, Burkhart will be there for you. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call, someone on call throughout, throughout again after hours to be able to get out there and get you up and run. If your AC breaks down, if it does, don't fret. Just call Burkhart. Go to acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, the Hideout Bar, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. I can promise you one thing. They'll be open early. They'll be open late. And they will be open throughout the July 4th holiday to accommodate you and your guests. Get out there and enjoy a great meal or cocktail or two at one of the uh, Oceana Family of Restaurants. And don't forget about my friends over again uh, at William Grant.
Uh, independent family distiller since 1887. Henry's Gin, Malago Tequila, Rekha Vodka, hottest spirits on the market. Uh, Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, the Balvenie Scotch Whiskey, Telemore Dew Irish Whiskey, and, of course, Monkey Shoulder Single Malt, uh, the uh, all-star lineup of scotches. Glen- Grand Splendid, uh, uh, sorry, Telemore Dew Irish Whiskey, of course, uh, second largest selling Irish whiskey in all the world. Florida Nicaraguan Rum and Sailor Jerry Rum. And then uh, don't forget about um, also uh, Fistful of Bourbon Whiskey and Hudson Bourbon Whiskey. That is the portfolio of William Grant. I didn't neglect to say again, Hendrix, Neptunia Gin. Getting out there to celebrate the 4th of July. Make sure you do it with, again, a bottle from our good friends over at uh, the William Grant Independent Family Distillers since 1887. We'll be right back. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. I'm Joel Clark, a select quote agent, with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and he can't take it with him. Well, I went to work and found Ray, who's 40 and takes medication to control his high blood pressure, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. That's way more coverage for a lot less than what he was paying. If SelectQuote didn't shop for your life insurance, 
you're probably paying too much. For your free quote and to find out how much you can save, call 1-800-506-6149. That's 1-800-506-6149. 1-800-506-6149. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. If you're injured in a car crash, never settle for less than you deserve from the insurance company. And don't settle for just any law firm. Demand Dudley DeBosier. It's always our goal to get you the maximum compensation you deserve. And with our no-fee guarantee, you pay us nothing. No fees, no costs, or expenses unless we get you money. Call now, and we'll review your case for free. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. That's 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 22 all right, special thanks to our title sponsor on a Thursday, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, the Hideout Bar. Remember, open late, open early, open throughout the July 4th holiday. All the great sponsors sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. Thanks for supporting those sponsors. And sponsors, thank you for supporting our program. We very much appreciate each and every one of you. Thanks again to Gary Smith, Jordy Collada, Ali Gassell, Chris Gordy for joining us on the show, Rudy for producing. And, of course, coming up next is the Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour with Michael Green and Kenny Trahan. So keep it right here on 106.1 FM. And, of course, at 6 o'clock, Jude Young joins me on the award-winning Inside the Wall Sports on WLAE-TV. Enjoy your 4th of the July holiday. See you on Tuesday. My name is Eric Cash. From the dog cat to the governor. That includes the man. They all got to go. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBose.